0: On this podcast, we're unraveling the everyday joys and dilemmas of design, making, and business. For makers who want to be designers and for designers who are makers, this is your inside scoop to help you grow your business and bring more creativity to your life. I know so many of you have been dreaming about creating a surface p- pattern design business. I know that many of you who are listening here also want to create you know, other types of business like craft businesses, sublimation Um SVG design businesses, Um, but I thought I would get started with talking to surface pattern designers because um, you guys have a very specific list. I mean, craft designers do as well that will help get you started. So um, first of all, uh, some of the things I'm going to go over today are going to be also in our new designer checklist. You can get that from us by going over to um, Instagram and following me at Karina Gardner. And just in the last post, whatever I've got posted there, if you just put in the comments checklist, um, we will send you um, a, a PDF link to that checklist so that you can have a physical copy that you can print off to find out a little bit more. It's really only six points because it's really, really um, clear as you're getting started. And I've talked to a lot of new designers who like, I don't know what to get. I don't know what to do. What software do I need? And so we created this checklist. Just, I, I didn't want it to be overwhelming. It's really straightforward and it tells you exactly what you need. So I thought I'd go over at least three of those things today. And I do wanna make sure I have up my notes so that we can talk about them, but I just, think that if you can have a few of these things to get started, then it's going to make it so much easier for those of you who are just kind of figuring this whole thing out. Okay, so the number one thing you need to have is the correct tools. And uh, you know, so I I feel like I hear so many um like classes and coursework. They're saying things like, "Well, you need to just come take my course." And I'm just like If you knew the number of times I I talked to new designers, I was like, actually, I need you to wait (laughs) before you come take Design Suite with me or one of my bigger programs with me because I need to make sure you have the right tools. I I really want my designers to be successful and very often they're working with shoddy tools. So like if you're out in the garden, I'm thinking about gardening cause my husband was out weeding our front beds this morning and you know, he, he's out there gardening and he's got a spade and it's like making it really easy to pop up all those weeds. Now, if you've ever weeded before and you haven't had gloves and a spade, it's doable. You can absolutely still weed it just is harder. Your hands get, it just everything's grimier. And believe me, I've done it that way before. But if you just have some gloves and a spade, suddenly it just becomes a lot easier to get up all those weeds. Same thing in design. Yeah, can you have any kind of computer? Yes, you can, absolutely. But what really helps is having a computer with an awful lot of memory in it. I actually ran into this yesterday. I was really, really frustrated. I was in the middle of, um I was um, taping my new clip art class for Design Suite. Design Suite has will have 17 courses by the end of summer, and I was taping this course, and suddenly my computer was like saying it didn't have enough memory, it didn't have enough, you know, this, that, or the other, and I was like, "What is going on? This is a newer computer." and I was really frustrated, and I went and got some software, it cleaned my Mac, I, I did a few different things, I ordered another external drive, and I came to realize it was my external drive that was full, not my computer, which, whew, thank goodness. Um, and if anybody wants to know, my external drive is a five terabyte, and it was completely full, and we just, I just barely started using it in January. So like every six months, I'm having to uh, create a new external drive to keep all of my stuff on. Yeah, it's a little bit crazy, but when you're a designer, memory is everything. And if you've been doing it for a long time, you wanna have access to all of your old files, which I do. And when I have access to my old files, it makes it really easy to design the next set of designs because I'm constantly repurposing, which you'll hear me talk about in a design bootcamp, repurposing the things that I have because I wanna make sure that I'm designing quickly, okay? so. A computer with lots of memory, you guys. It is so key. Um, many people who come into my Design Suite program, that is the first question they're asking in our community. And our community will, you know, um, all talk about what computers they have. We, you guys, we do everything. We do Macs, we do PCs, we do iPads. Like, we mostly just want to make sure you have the right tools in your hands so that you are successful is it your fault as the designer if you have a crappy tool you have a computer with low memory and it's going really slow no it's not your fault so if you can get the right tool in place okay it's your fault if you decide not to buy the right tool but if you can get the right tool in place and then you're suddenly super successful then you're going to feel awesome i remember hearing this um I think it was, I can't even remember who the designer was, but I remember her her writing a thing saying, you know, people get really frustrated with their sewing machines and they say things like, I can't sew. And then you go back and you go, well, what machine are you using? And they look at the machine and the tension is off and everything is just messed up, it's not working. And they're like, you're not a bad sewer. You just have a bad machine. Same thing in design. You aren't a bad designer and you are not a slow designer it's your machine. So let's get a computer with lots of great memory on it because that'll make a huge difference. Okay. Second on my list is the Adobe software. Now I run into this probably more than any designer just because I'm talking to designers all the time. I mean, we have over a hundred people in our design suite program. We see hundreds of people come through design bootcamps. I'm using chat, I'm usually trying to chat with everybody, getting to know them, seeing what's going on. Design Suite, of course, I I know all my designers there. Um, But what I see, especially in the early stages of design, if you are brand new here and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm trying to get started, and you are trying to use Affinity, you are trying to use Procreate, then you are already setting yourself up for disaster. And I hate that because I know there, less expensive tools and they're gonna get you started. But what I see is there's a resistance from using those tools because they're a little easier to use to actually being in the full software, which is the Adobe software. If you can move yourself into the Adobe software first from the get-go, instead of being in all these other tools, you will have a better long-term design career that will serve you for years to come. That is, it is the main program I teach, I taught it when I was a university professor. It is the program I teach now. Now, does it mean we can't use Affinity or we can't use Procreate or we can't use all these other amazing tools? No, we do need them. They're great. Um, but if you do not know Illustrator and the Adobe software, we now at this point really um, strive to make sure we know Photoshop and Illustrator at this point in my program you're not gonna be able to move on as a designer, as a skilled designer who can actually make money, who can repurpose their work, and all of that has to do with vector versus pixel, which I've talked about before and I'll probably talk about again. Um, I get a lot of resistance to this because people are like, oh, but it's just so much cheaper to use Affinity. And I I agree with you, it is cheaper, but if you're going to do this career, you've gotta do it right. And no one is going to hire you um, like think, think about, um, I'm trying to think of a, like a really good real life example. So like if you are out in the marketplace and you're a program uh, software developer or something, and you know um, an obscure software that no one is using anymore, okay? Or very, it's not quite as, maybe it's newer, but it's not as powerful as the main software everybody else is using, are you going to get hired by the company that you're applying to? Usually not. They're not going to hire you because they're going to find someone who knows the correct software. And that's what I see over and over again. People want to be an online or people want to be um, a fabric designer and they don't know the software. They're just trying to use like Corel Draw. And then they're confused about why they aren't getting the contract or why they aren't getting into the online shop. They're not using the most powerful tool and they're at a disadvantage. It's like playing with a handicap all the time. And so that's why I really suggest that before you get crazy in those other softwares and, and they're so great, you're going to use them. In fact, we even teach some procreate in design suite because I think it's valuable as a tool. But if you are not learning Adobe Illustrator, then you are playing at a totally different level than everybody else. And you're gonna always be down here trying to figure out how to make things work when you could be way up here if you would just learn the software. And I know I'm like going way into it, but because I run into this so often and people are saying, well, it's cheaper. And I'm like, yeah, cheaper. Let's think about this, you guys. We get what we pay for in life. And if you don't believe that, then you are living a totally different life than me. <laughs> I have found when I go cheaper on things, what happens? They break faster. They there's long, there's not as longevity on it. I end up having to buy it twice. I have to buy a better product. I spend more money. That is almost always the case. And I see that throughout, and this can be applied to coursework and investing, right? When we go cheaper, it doesn't necessarily mean um, that you are getting good quality. And it's definitely not meaning that you are getting um, great results. And so you just have to be careful because sometimes we end up spending more money when we go cheaper. Okay. So just be careful of that. You guys, you have to know the Adobe software to be a designer right now. Could that change? Oh, yeah. It could totally change. There might be someone else who comes up. I used to teach Quark. If you've been on this on this, um on this podcast, 20 years ago, we taught Quark. Now we never teach Quark. It doesn't really exist anymore. Okay. So it it is, I will say I have been teaching Adobe now for 20 years though. So that's how I know it's on trend. It's still good. And it's the main thing that designers are being taught at the university level, which whatever's being taught at the university level, that is the thing that we have to be teaching and learning in the marketplace, because that's what the companies are using okay all right um okay so last but not least is the third one i'm going to just talk about very very quickly um i see this so often and and really if you want to go in deeper with me you need to come to a design boot camp because it is all about strategy it's getting you started but a plan for selling your designs if this is one of those lessons that i learned um I started my company, Mini and we had a plan for selling the designs, but we didn't have a plan for like an exit strategy for any product that didn't do very well. Okay, And I remember sitting down with um, the CEO of Echo Park because um, I was the creative director at the time at Cartabella, and he was like, Karina, you need distribution. You need distribution on this. And so we talked about it a little bit. And it's like one of those lessons that like, as a designer, we're not thinking about marketing. We're not thinking about distribution. We're not thinking about any of those things. Instead, we're thinking about designing because we love the creative. And the thing I'm finding is that people go into design going, I'm getting started, I'm doing this, and it just becomes a hobby because they never figure out a plan for selling their design work. And if you wanna hear a little bit more about that and you want to hear about my framework, you do need to come to a design boot camp to hear what I have to say about that because it is gold. It's gold. It's like the thing that no one is doing, no one is paying attention to. Or my favorite is you'll hear from lots of designers and they'll just tell you to go get a contract. Like it's so easy to do. <laughs> It is not easy to get a contract. You guys, it's just not. And I have done a lot of contracts. I've done fabric contracts. I've done paper contracts. I was a creative director. Um, I had contracts for my brand in, um, in, um, paper products, in jewelry, in prints, in dishware. I've done a lot of contracts, not easy to get contracts. And so You're going to hear me talk a little bit about that because it's just it's a little bit of pie in the sky and I want designers to go into this thinking and knowing they can make money. they're being smart and strategic about it if you want the full checklist checklist and you want to see all the other things that i am talking about in this checklist just like a one page pdf to help you get started and you're a new designer go to my instagram feed at karina gardner and um go ahead and put into whatever the last post in is put checklist and we will send you this checklist so that you can um, read more about it i hope it helps you i love new designers because for you guys the whole world. It's just your oyster. There's so much you can do. And it's so fun to, to start designing, to start building up that portfolio. Hey, did you know that you can visit me at makeanddesign.com to learn more about this podcast and join my VIP group for weekly freebies? I can't wait to see you there.